Welcome to Red Gate and Wolf for an actual play Monster of the Week podcast and I'm your host and keeper Sarah and joining me today is Sean again. <laughs> Hello, I play Jesus. No, I don't play Jesus. I don't think you play <laughs> Jesus. I was not prepared. Hello, I'm Sean and I play Angus McRae, the monstrous. And Celeste. Hello, I am Celeste, and I play uh, Marie Redgate, the Crooked. And my favorite guest is returning, Rosie! Alas, everyone, the long wait has ended. I am Rosie, I'll be playing Jackson Steele, and I am the Initiate. Yes, I am the Initiate, yes, I have you not forgot, forgotten my playbook. Wow. I have definitely not forgotten what my playbook is, and I totally know all my moves. If you can remember your character's name, you're already one up on Sean. That's true. When last we met, uh, I don't even know where to begin. Jeebus. Well, they got back to their own time, but quickly found out things were a little different. No one seems to recognize Angus. Marie and Jax maybe might still be a thing. Meadow is still very much pregnant and even more of a horny menace than usual. Angus failed to shift in an alley and was then picked up by Mater. Marie gave a pimply-faced, yet very legal, teen a thrill. So, let us now return to whatever this is. Jax, what were you doing after Marie left the room? Do you want to find any teenagers to give a first time to or a happy time to? Most definitely not. So Jax is going to be looking around the room at all the things that are now out of place. Okay, there doesn't appear to be anything out of place from when you you last left it. So when you left not too long ago to go on your latest job, everything seems to be the same, except um, it looks like Marie's probably taken some of her stuff. And since you know her well enough, you probably know it's her steely things, switches to basically her go bag with her lock picks in it, her fake ID, some money, something she might take if she's either going on a job or if she's planning to run. Do I find keys? What kind of keys? Our car keys. No, you have the keys to the motorbike and you probably have the keys to whatever vehicle you drove up on to get back to the Watchtower Tavern. Alright, I'm going to take the motorcycle if it's available, but before I do that, I will sit down uh, on the table and do a little bit of my magic. I want to use my fortunes move. Alright. To try to get a better idea of what's going on. (laughs) Fair enough. So what does that usually look like? I believe from last time you took your shirt off. Yep. Because everyone's taking their shirt off in this mystery. Taking my shirt off, sitting on the table, crisscross applesauce. Pulled out your book. Got some candles going. Eyes go black. Ink on tattoos starts going, doing things. Super dramatic. Uh, you can say the lights flicker. Okay, so you rolled. Nope, okay. Yeah, they can. Okay, yeah, that's okay. Weirdly romantic. So you rolled an eight. Yeah, so I get a hold one. 
So you're looking into what the future holds. Is that what you're doing? Not necessarily. So basically, I'll have a useful object ready. I'll be somewhere where I need to be just in time. I'll take a plus one forward or give plus one to another hunter. Or I'll preemptively warn someone about an attack and prevent it from happening. Okay. So which one do you want? I get to hold it. You want to hold it? Okay, fair enough. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Or it probably would have taken as long as it took Marie to swindle a poor store clerk at a liquor store. I would have gone to find Jewel. Okay, yep. So you clean yourself up, take your shirt back up, and head downstairs to find Joel. He's at the bar, cleaning it down with a rag, a dishcloth, and he looks up and he's like, Hey, Jax! Hey, Joel. You see Marie? Yeah, she kind of ran straight out the front door uh, about 10, 15 minutes ago. Yeah, what's going on with that? She seems off. I don't know, man, but I mean, she's been gone for a few weeks. Who knows what's happened to her? Yeah, she's acting real strange. She was with uh, some some other guy when I walked in the room. Big guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, he actually came in with her when she first turned up. You know anything about him? Mm, says he's on holiday, just checking the sites. Um, he did uh, follow Marie and my sister out to the near the copse of trees up north by the bridge, and um stopped them from falling into a river, um, and then helped me wrestle her back into a bed. That's how he lost his shirt, and how Marie lost all of her shirts. Right. Didn't have a dog with him, did he? Uh, no. No. Didn't see a dog. Before you go, Jax, and he kind of leans in further, like, a, you know, just two bros having a quiet word. And he's like, honestly, I think there's something going on between the two of them. I mean, they turn up at the same time. She takes them up to your room. Yeah. Sorry, man. I, uh, I, I appreciate you telling me that, but I, uh, I just hope you're wrong. I'll walk out the door. Angus, you are sitting in the sheriff's office across the desk from the big man himself, Sheriff Winters. <sighs> so, my deputy says that he found you in the buff in an alleyway. And you've got no ID? What have you got to say for yourself? Oh, I was just getting changed. Changed? Changed into what? The clothes I'm wearing, obviously. Well, what were you in before that? Not these clothes. Uh-huh. And he says, one moment. And he yells, Mater! And the deputy comes trotting in and he says, uh, uh, yes, yes, sir. Um, was there any other clothing in this alleyway? Dizzy was in the middle of getting changed. Um, and he looks over at Angus and he says, no, sir. No, sir, there was not. Huh. Oh, 
He didn't like the look now, did he? He simply rolled up, yelled at me to come to him, and so I did. Clearly, I'm not going to say no. You're a fine deputy here. Huh? It's an honest mistake. Later. Go back to the alley. Look. Um, yes, sir. And off he goes. In the meantime, uh, young man, I have a nice room for you to stay in. Oh, great. It's nothing like warm. Follow me. American hospitality. <laughs> and uh, he leads you off downstairs to the cells. He, you would think, almost gleefully locks you in there, but, you know, he, he doesn't seem to recognize you at all, so how could this be gleeful? Oh, this looks strangely familiar. Has he actually been in the jail cell before? Mm-hmm. Way back. I don't remember at all. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's when Marie got him in trouble and when they first mm-hmm. crashed and, yeah. Yep. Yeah, good times. Imagine that, in the jail, Marie's fault yet again. Ah, is there anyone you want to call? Hey. I'd like to call my employer. Ah, well, and he turns you towards a, a phone just outside of the cells. He says, one call, there you go. Goes and gives you a modicum of privacy by standing off in the doorway. Are you calling Mr. Ephraim? Sure, why not? What else could go wrong? <laughs> okay, go for it. Beep, beep, boop. A couple of rings, a few more rings, and the phone finally picks up because, you know, probably England. Oh, Angus, my boy, I wasn't expecting you to call back so soon. How are those vampires doing? I don't have vampires, they suck. I've caught myself in a bit of a pickle. Oh? Aye. One didn't bite you, did they? Oh, no. No. But I'm finding myself locked in a jail cell right now with my single phone call. That is unfortunate. Aye. Simply for trying to change my clothes. Could you imagine that? Oh, were you in the middle of... No, no. Simply just changing. I meant shifting. No, no, simply just changing my clothes. You know how it is. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, uh, what is it you want me to help with? Do I need to post bail? Let me ask. Angus kind of takes the phone away from his ear and covers the receiver. Oi, how does this work then? Do I have to post bail? How do I get out of here? He asks the Sheriff Winters. Oh. Well, if my uh, deputy doesn't find any other clothing in that alley that could possibly fit you. Um, yes, Bale. 2500 $2,500? $2, you crazy! Angus kind of sighs. Back on the phone with Mr. Ephraim. Why? It seems if they do whatever they're doing, it'll be a $2,500 bail. You think maybe you could talk to this guy? Talk to him? It's possible, but where exactly are you, my boy? Angus hesitates for a second, knowing what, of course, he knows now. I'm in Hendrix. 
It's just east of Joplin. I'm afraid you're going to have to give me a bit more information than that, boy. I mean, what part of Canada is this? Well, that's the funny thing. I'm I'm not in Canada. Oh? I'm in America. You can probably say the United States. Interesting. Aye, it it is a bit of a story, but I don't think now's the time to tell it. Manipulate someone. I mean, I know what goes on in jail cells, but Sarah, my goodness. Ooh, a six. Nice failure. Now look, Angus, we've had this discussion before. When I send you to Japan, you go to Japan. When I send you to Ireland, you go to Ireland. When I send you to Canada, I expect you to go to Canada. He just kind of sighs loudly. Did I understand? But there's been a technicality. And you have five seconds, my boy, to explain it to me. Otherwise, I will be terminating our contract. And you'll be on your own with that vampire sect. Time travel. Vampires changing history. <laughs> You're going to have to manipulate him again. <laughs> Twice in one night, my goodness. Such stamina. Yes, with your employer, even. Hey, this is not some pimply 18 year old kid in a store. This is true. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a five. Another failure. Man, I'm leveling up like crazy, huh? Are you spending luck, or are you just going to take your oatmeal and eat it? No, I'm just going to take it and eat it. No, spend your luck. Mm-mm. Well, my boy, I'm getting sick of you lying to me. Why? Two hours ago, you were in Canada, and now you are in some backwoods country town in America. Let's see how you fend on your own for a while. Click. Wait, Miss Lidoff. And he just kind of squeezes the phone receiver until it kind of cracks audibly in his hand and then just strainedly yet gently sets it right back on the hook. Huh. Didn't go the way you hoped for, did it? And he just kind of scowls at the sheriff. Yes, you'll be uh, keeping me company for a while. And he gestures for you to enter into the cell. And he just kind of sighs, shakes his head, and enters into the cell. The sheriff slams and locks the cell door behind you. Marie, where have you absconded to after um, possibly deflowering this pimply liquor clerk? You know, I don't like that. (laughs) Where are you heading to after you've just... Showing a liquor clerk uh, the best time of his life. Uh, the spot of the algae gator. One of the ends of the rivers. One closer to the mountains. Alright, yep. So you make your way through town along the main road. It turns into a dirt road. You get out of civilization, essentially, and back off to the location where... You technically first ran into Jax, at least in your timeline, when he shot at the algae gator, saving your life. 
several weeks ago. <laughs> several weeks and many years, and now several weeks again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and she will partake in the various beverages. Okay. I'll think about what to do here, but I will go chase up Jax. Jax, where are you taking the motorbike? I am driving around town looking for clues of Angus's whereabouts. How are you looking for the clues? Are you stopping to talk to people or are you looking for dog here? What's going on here? I would say that I am stopping to ask people. Yeah, I'll let you investigate a mystery. As you pull up on your motorbike and see a elderly man and his carer walking down a street. See if you can uh, get any information out of them. Just going to go ahead and mark that experience point. <laughs> so do level up. You get threatened with his cane and the carer uh, pleads with you to leave him alone. The old guy alone. You're upsetting him. Alright, I continue on my trail. Looking for signs of dogs, looking for signs of Marie, looking for signs of a very large man. Mm, who you believe is just wearing sweatpants at this point. Just wearing sweatpants. I'm looking in the windows as I drive by, looking down alleyways, looking all around. You come across two teens. One of them looks like a 15-year-old boy. He's pretty skinny. Uh, the other one looks to be maybe a 16-year-old girl with very short hair. She looks uh, um, quite fit. Hey, you guys uh, seen a uh, person about your height, kind of short hair, uh, off in a real hurry, I, I say to the children. Um, can I get you to... We'll go with manipulate someone for this one. Fuck me. That's a five. You say that out loud to the underage um, children? Oh, no. No, definitely not. I mean, with a five, I might as well have said that. <laughs> uh, the young kid kind of just uh, flips you the bird, says, get wrecked. And they just laugh at you and turn around and walk off. Well, I'm just going to, you know, walk from now on because I don't think I have any good luck. Might be a bit dangerous to drive a motorcycle at the, at the moment. Yeah, sure. I'm just going to walk around downtown looking for signs of uh, the three of them. Okay, well, I'll say since you're being persistent, you eventually get informed that the guy you were looking for, taken away in a sheriff's deputy patrol car, and Marie, who some of them recognize because, you know, she's been around for a, a month or two now. They said they saw her heading towards the hills to the south with alcohol. I am definitely more concerned about Did Marie. Did she take the basket with her too, Celeste? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, sure. A basket of alcohol is what they've told you. So actually, I want to go to the liquor store, find out possibly where she's going. Oh, no. You make your way towards the wine cries, Mary. Um, uh, the liquor store appears to be empty, but as you walk in, uh, the little noise happens, and uh, you hear, um, just a minute. 
and a few moments later, a pimply-faced uh, young man emerges from a door behind the register. I, uh, I stand up real tall, up close to him, and I say, hey, you've seen a person, and I describe Marie, around here lately. And he visibly gulps. It, yes? Where was she going? I, out the door, um, but I know she, and he just goes bright red. Come on, come on, out with it. Tell me the details. What happened? What happened? I gave her a discount for what she made me do in my pants. <laughs> Why did he <laughs> say it like that? Jack's just kind of blinking, looking at, 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 at the kid. Just blinking. He's like looking everywhere but at you. <laughs> what is happening here? I say... Come on now. I need you to tell me everything that happened. Everything she said. No, he already did, but he already did. She um she said that um that if I gave her a fifty percent discount she would kiss me. And then and she looked down this is still a damp spot, but it looks like he's tried to, you know, Use the air dryer in the bathroom or something on it. Oh my god, Sarah. And she ran off with the basket and said that that was extra and please don't tell my boss. Imagining Jack's hearing this like with no other context. <laughs> Jax is going to walk around the counter to where the expensive bottles are. And grab uh, just whichever one is within arm's reach and walk out the door. Um, sir! See ya. And he's trying to chase, get up the thing that did it. Does he slip? Sure, he slips in, in oh, a God. wet spot he did not know was there before. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Ow! He says from. <laughs> Somewhere supine on the floor behind the counter. This poor kid. <laughs> look, what, look what you've done, Marie. Look, man. You guys are terrible people. <laughs> poor Clarence. You've gotten this kid fired. And probably injured. But he had a good time doing it. Imagine that at the next job. Tell me what happened at your last job. Why'd you... <laughs> I'd r- I'd rather not. Are you going anywhere else? I'm chasing up into the hills after Marie. You get to the edge of town. You get to the dirt road. You realize, hey, that's the fire tower where I shot that gator thing creature over by the river to save her life. Yeah, I'm actually going to go up there again. With the fire tower? Okay. Yeah. Go up to the fire tower, climb up it, reminisce for a moment, look out over Hendrick's turn and look out towards the river and uh, you see uh, a form in the distance. Excellent. We'll say you can see that with your excellent vision. Well, what about with my sniper rifle? 
Jaw, you pull out your sniper rifle. And in the distance, you see the familiar form of Marie sitting by the river with a basket of alcohol, just like you were told. Yeah, I will go upstream from her. Marie, you have probably had enough time to... Are you just, like, drinking, obviously, straight from the bottle? How how drunk do you want to get? I believe the answer to this question is yes. Okay. You've gotten through two bottles of wine and the can of beer, and you're starting on the the spirits at this point. Ooh, not a great choice. Yeah. <laughs> Consequences don't matter right now. What's her frame of mind right now before a certain someone makes himself known? Trashed. <laughs> she doesn't have a frame of mind. <laughs> uh, she's thinking how, how can she talk herself out of this one? Just going through all the possibilities, realizing they all suck, and then taking another swig. Okay, that explains why she's now on to the hard liquor. <laughs> Jax, do you wish to appear? I assume that's what you plan to do. Yeah, certainly. Uh, so as I approach, I say, uh, so you've gone from hard kisser to hard liquor. I was just trying to get a discount. It's not my fault the kid can't hold his kisses. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This it. <laughs> to give a discount, he's gonna have his dick sap. <laughs> yeah, let me say, yeah, the kid head over heels. Well, he certainly was by the time you left, Rosie. <laughs> I think we need to have a good long talk. And I sit down next to her and start drinking my own. What do you reveal, Marie? (laughs) I figure we'll play it out. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'll put myself on mute. (laughs) What do you need to talk about? Everything's great. No, don't be shy with me. You certainly haven't been shy with many people in town. Now, you've been gone for three weeks. You've hardly been able to say a word for me or look me in the eye. Because I don't know what happened. Right. You say I've been gone for three weeks. I've been gone. I don't know how long I've been gone. And even if you didn't know what's been happening, what's been going on just now, just today? It's been a long day. Uh, First, we started in like 1999 with the librarian and like meadow but she was like air or something and then we all started like chanting and then oh then we're back in like now but like it's different because you're here you didn't used to be here marie i've always been here i thought rituals were beneath you and of course meadow was involved but i don't think I mean, she would have said something. She knew you'd been gone this long. No, because it, like, it was Meadow, but it wasn't Meadow. And what are you, you 
haven't been here the whole time. The last time I saw you, you were just going off on your freaking motorcycle like you always do. Marie, what are you talking about? I've been here the whole time. Okay, but like, what's the whole time? Marie, the whole time means... <laughs> I mean, a few weeks ago before you left on your mission. It means, it means, you know, months ago, bef- you know, before we made this trip. It's years ago when we were in high school and we got these tattoos in a row up my sleeve. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> You're telling me you don't remember. Marie's taking a long swig. Put the bottle down and knock it out. (laughs) That costs a lot. Just so you know. (laughs) I'm sure it costs half as much as I think. (laughs) It means a lot to Clarence. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) What? happened and what you say happened are like two completely different things because what happened was we were in high school and you know we were together and then you just left I think or maybe I left one of us left and then you went to like your vampire people which speaking of I think Daniel's a vampire now and that's kind of a lot she's gonna reach for another bottle Daniel Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Come on, Marie. I need you to be real with me. I'm being real. You're the one. You're probably fake. This is all probably fake. Yeah, it's just. Meadow didn't do the spell right. But we'll wake up. It'll probably be back to like 1999 or something. And then we'll just. We'll fix it. Marie, I'm getting very worried about you. Will you at least just. Just come back with me? Where. Where were we going? Let's just let's just go back to the honeymoon suite, and we'll take it one step at a time. We'll we'll, we'll go we'll go at it from there. But it's just we can't we can't keep you here. Uh, I'm gonna send you back, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to see what I can do to help you out. But but I can't ha- I can't leave you out here alone drinking. It's just. Do you think you could find Angus? Because, like, he didn't have a shirt, and, like, he was wearing pants. He doesn't normally wear pants. So he's probably, like, really out of his element. Angus, was that, uh, you seem to remember him. Was that the lad from earlier? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was with me in 1999 because we were in the same... We were like the suite, we were in the suite, and he was in the other room, and then whatever vampire Daniel did, there's like salt or something, I think. Salt would be really nice right now. Do you think we could get some salt? Marie, Marie, we were in grade school in 1999. Yeah, I know, but also like I was here. Marie, this I know this is the alcohol talking, but you gotta come with me, we gotta get you back. Marie will, like, (laughs) stumble over to the basket and start loading (laughs) the bottles back into the basket. (laughs) Just leave them. I earned this. She picks the basket up. (laughs) Well, you might as well grab the empty ones, too. Make her go back pick up all the beer cans. Fine! The litter has been collected. (laughs) 
because the life lesson in this episode is don't litter. <laughs> yeah, if you stuck through this far, don't forget that the whole message has been in this family friendly show. <laughs> the very whole time. <laughs> And uh, so we get on the bike, and I say, uh, this ride's free. Don't be trying to get any discounts. <laughs> so you're heading back towards the Witchhower Tavern to back up to the honeymoon suite to have some alone time? Just dropping her off. Oh, okay. So all the way up to the honeymoon suite, and she says, help her. She staggers into the Witchtower Tavern. Past Joel, who kind of gives you both a curious gaze, but says nothing as you continue on up towards the honeymoon suite. Uh, I'm going to help her to the bed and just kind of set her on the bed and tell her that, uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, Marie, I, uh, just go ahead and just get whatever you need. You can have room service. You could just, just stay here for the night. Of course, uh, I'll, I'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, of course I'm gonna. This is my room. Of course I'm gonna stay here. It was my room too, and you kicked me out, bitch. <laughs> I didn't kick you out. Someone fucked up time, and that's how you got kicked out. You never got this room, Angus, is what we're saying. Sigh. Okay, I want to know where Jax is going after this. So on my way out, I want to ask Joel a quick question. Joel, you uh, you haven't seen Meadow anywhere today, have you? Uh, yes. Uh, she's in her room. Why? Uh, nothing. I uh, I'm just, I gotta ask her a few questions. Uh, Marie was saying that she was with Meadow. Uh, I don't know, man. I just, I gotta I gotta, go, I gotta go talk to her. Okay, one second, and he um, ducks under the counter, and he comes back up again with one of those spray bottles full of water. He gives it to you. Says, uh, <laughs> I recommend you use this. I don't know if it'll work, but I mean, eh, good luck. Uh, what's in this bottle? Uh, water. Why, why, why was it so effective? Well, I, I mean, you know, you know, it's like spraying a cat. It goes, ah, and it gives you enough time to get out of the room or cool her off why would i need to get out of the room so quickly because she she seems to like latching on to people and not letting go look man she's my sister i don't want to talk about this it's disgusting i spray him with the bottle Ah! just wipes his face after that reaction sure you don't want to talk about this i definitely do not want to talk about my sister's spray him with the bottle Ah! Jax. Sure you don't want to talk about this? She's fucking horny, okay? Anyone who goes in there- Spray. Ah! Anyone who goes in there is doing so at their own barrel. What do I need to protect myself? There's a lot of answers I need to find. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I mean, tire up. No, don't tire up. No, I don't want to think about you tying my sister up. Would it help if we sent you there instead? Um, uh, I guess. I mean, she doesn't make moves on me, thank God. Come with me. <clears throat> I thought you'd never ask. Oh, um, oh, you meant me to 
I spray him. That I should make you roll a minute. Be like, roll the fucking manipulate. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what the waterboarding is for. Um... <laughs> Plus one because waterboarding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that helps my charm. <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> Have you leveled up yet? That's a six. <laughs> no. Look, Jax, you're just going to have to man up and do this yourself, okay? But whatever you do, don't knock her up again. Well, fortunately, I don't think that can happen at this point. And I start heading up the stairs. And he kind of looks really anxiously after you, like he's afraid it could possibly happen. Wait, you said she was already pregnant? Yeah. All right. Meadow was magical, remember? Yeah. Does Jax know that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. It's been a while. Um, all right, well, time to go get answers. So you head on up to her room. You see that the door is locked from the outside. Just a little bolt that you can throw to get in. What do you do? I go to knock real quick, but then I hesitate, and I look down at the bottle. And I just kind of spray the thing you're supposed to knock with. <laughs> okay. There's like someone out there. Uh, yeah, Meadow, it's it's me, Jax. Oh, why don't you unlock the door and let me out? Ah, have you seen Marie lately? Yeah, I've totally seen Marie. Yeah, yeah, what were y'all doing earlier? Was it was it today? I'm sorry, I can't quite hear you through the door. Hmm. Er, Meadow, I'm, I'm sure that you could just answer me a quick question right now. Let me tell you, it's a pressing matter. I need, I need to find her. What? I'm sorry. I can't, like, hear you. The door's in the way. I got spray bottle in hand. Not really sure what's about to be behind that door. So I, I'm going to read a bad situation before I go in. Before you open the door, or? Before I open the door. I would like to use magic real quick. Oh, okay. What do you intend to do? I want to observe. Another place or time, and I want to observe just beyond the door into the room. <laughs> okay. So you pull out your book and sit down in front of the door and start doing your thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, roll use magic. It's an eight. Pick a glitch. Uh, uh not, not the duration I would have hoped for. Your eyes go black on your vision dims around the edges your view flies under the crack under the door and you're inside the room and you see meadow rather pregnant sitting on the floor leaning up against the door just kind of tapping at it lightly with her fingers and there's a whole lot of empty chocolate wrappers all over the place you also see a large men's shirt draped across the bed and several layers of marie's well, Marie-sized clothing all all over the place as well. And Meadow kind of turns and looks straight at 
your point of view. Like she's almost looking at you. And um, you wanted to read a bad situation? Correct. Does that role influence the the reading of a bad situation? <laughs> it could. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Well, it's a seven. So that's just one question. All right. <clears throat> I suppose the worst question possible to ask would be, what is my best way in? So we'll avoid that. <laughs> I think you know your best way in. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> and I imagine that would be the same as my best way out. If you're lucky, yes. What's the best way to protect the victims, that being potentially me? Hmm. Well, the best way would be to not go in. Second best way. Otherwise, you have you have a, a water squirty bottle, but you also have another use magic feature that you could probably utilize here. Ooh, okay. Well, I'm I'm just gonna ask her through the door. Uh, have you seen Daniel? Daniel? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know a Daniel. Never heard of a Daniel. I mean, it's a biblical name, so I'm aware of Daniel, but I don't personally know one. Well, you know Marie, right? Yeah, I know Marie. You ever heard her talk about any Daniel? Um, maybe if you opened the door I might remember. Well, I'd be more inclined to open that door with a bit more information. She may have mentioned a Daniel. Is that enough to get you to open the door? Meadow, you know that's not enough. You're going to have to do more before I come in. Roll to manipulate. Oh, no! <laughs> that's a four. Do you wish to use luck? You know, I feel like this isn't the time to use it. So I just leveled up. And you, you hear her start banging on the door. It's like, Jackson, let me out. Um, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, uh, t Donald. I'm, go I'm going, I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> I'm going to walk away. Jackson! And this is this, this very loud thumping. Louder than you would expect if there's to be thumping on a door. And you hear this almost demonic sound coming from Meadow as she is almost roaring at you to come back and open that door. I need you to roll... Shit. Let's roll sharp. No, no, no. What are the options again? Weird. Yeah, real weird. I'll give you a chance this time. Oh my god, no! That's a four again, people. Do you want to take that experience, or do you want to use luck? I just love it up, so I'm going to use that luck. <laughs> you start to feel a crawling on your scalp as you almost hear Meadow's voice in your head commanding you to turn around and open that door but you spent luck so you are able to shake that feeling off 
and resolutely continue on down the stairs back to the bar below. I'm going to have a drink and think about the last 10 rules I've made on Red Gate Wolf. <laughs> True. Angus, um... Yes? The sheriff has just finished locking you up when um, Deputy Grape heads down into the cell area to join you guys, and she's like, uh, hi, Sheriff. Um, I, I did what you asked, but I'm, I'm afraid I can't find her. And he's like, what? Well, she's been missing two days now. This is a problem. Uh, guess I'll have to call Marie. And he just kind of perks up at the mention of Marie. Oh, I know Marie. Maybe you could tell where I'm at. <laughs> Bro, manipulate someone. Oh god, here we go. Oh, Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. Oh my god. Oh my god. A five. Deep failure. You gonna eat that failure? Yeah, yeah. Damn right. Man. <laughs> okay. He just kind of like looks at you and he goes, Ugh. and he gestures for the deputy to head out of the room as he starts dialing on his cell phone. Marie! Hey! While you're in the midst of drinking and deciding on what you're going, where you're going to be drinking, um, the phone in the room starts ringing. Being thoroughly annoyed that her thinking is being interrupted, she will. What kind of a phone is it? Is it like the pickup and and buttons on it, or is it like the room's phone? It's called a cell phone. It's not a cell phone. It's the room's landline. Uh. Okay, so it's like the one with the receiver, and then there's the base with the buttons on that yeah sure you know i mean you're a bit young but you may remember what landlines look like landlines still exist i I worked at a staples i know what landlines are we sold quite a few of them okay okay uh yes being thoroughly annoyed at being interrupted she will pick up the receiver and put it down just just hanging up a moment later it starts ringing again Pick up the phone. Can you stop making so much noise, please? I'm trying to think. Uh, Ms. Redgate. It's the sheriff here. Sheriff Winters, how's it going? It's going, uh, not so good. Oh, is that Marie? Angus whispers loudly. <laughs> Shut up, you! Oh, I tell her I'm here. Shut up! And he'll go and he'll shut, walk out of the room and shut the door behind him. I wasn't talking. What was going on? Oh, it's just some half-naked man that I've got in my jail cell. Never, never mind. That's not what I'm calling for. Was he wearing a skirt? Uh, no, sweet pants and a jacket. Uh, that's about it. Okay. Made him found him uh, uh, naked in an alleyway, just standing there. Apparently. That's really weird. Yeah, and no ID. And he reckons he's Scottish. How's Mavis? Missing! That's actually why I phoned you. Oh, that's too bad. I was, She let me borrow some of her clothes, and, like, it's not my style, but they were, like, really nice. And I don't think I ever thanked her. 
Okay, I've got no idea about that. Moving on to the problem at hand. She's been missing for two days, and I need you to get to the library and sort it out. Is Aramitha going to be there? Because, like, we need to talk. Who? Oh, that's right, you guys. You're so dumb. What? Okay, I'll be right there. And she just puts the phone down. Doesn't hang <laughs> no, it up. No, the library. The, hook. the library, not here. She's... Marie. Marie. She's walked away from the phone. She's got a bottle in hand. Marie. Marie. Doris shuts. <laughs> Oi! Did you tell I was here? <laughs> no! Shut up! Dinner time. I could use it. For me. Wanders off. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even remember and he's treating you just the same. Ah, funny. <laughs> Marie, you exit the honeymoon suite. With liquor in hand, you drunkenly stagger your way down the stairs and straight into the arms of Mater. Oh, fuck. He'd just turned around to see what the noise was coming from the stairs and is quite surprised to find you in his arms. He exclaims. Oh, uh, well, well, howdy, Miss Marie. getting better and better. <laughs> how how did she fall? Did she like fall like face to face with him, or yep. did she like stumble backwards into him? Yep. You said yes to both. Arms wrapped around his neck, face to face. I think your, her lips might have pressed against the side of his throat as he caught her. Legs wrapped around him. Well, that's up to her. Funny you should say. What? No, not legs. But she's gonna like. Reach around him. Throw her arms over his neck and just, like, start sobbing <laughs> on his shoulder. Oh, um, 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 Miss, Miss Marie, is, is there, um, um, and he kind of looks over, um, Joel, like, help! Um, maybe we should, uh, and he kind of slides her into a booth. To, in, in the back of the room to have a quiet talk and gestures for Joel to bring over something to drink. <laughs> Run a cold tap. <laughs> Joel brings it over with a whole lot of serviettes. Or... A lot of what? Napkins. Don't you speak French? Uh, no. Jeez. We did this last time too. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm on Sean's side with, with that. I don't remember it happening before, but it seems it's... You're drunk. <laughs> now go spill whatever it is you're going to spill to Deputy Beta. <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know what's going on, and, and Angus is, I don't know where Angus is, and Sheriff Winter's called, and you said that Mavis is missing. It's just... <laughs> oh, she cares about Angus. If the drinks are around, she's just downing whatever drink is put in front of her. Um. Well, Miss Miss Marie, it, it's uh, um. They, they're there, and he's like patting her on the shoulder. I I have um. I do you mean the Angus the uh the man the man who who uh, he sounds Scottish. Yeah, he's like Scottish or something. I don't know. They wear skirts. What, well, there, there does appear to be a, a man in the, in the the jail cells under the sheriff's office at the moment, claiming to be called Angus. 
he was not wearing a skirt though. But then when I found him, he was um in the nude. So he may have been in a skirt. <laughs> the hell are you giggling about now? <laughs> I think she has plans. I have plans, but I don't want to follow through with them. That's, that's the issue. Last. What? It's not my fault. <laughs> it's <on> Marie. <laughs> I'm not the one who's drunk. She is. She's. Whenever Celeste character get, characters get drunk, <laughs> really interesting, funny shit happens. <laughs> Grab a, a a bundle of the napkins. Thank you. Freaking Americans. <laughs> English-speaking countries around the world. Yes. Thank you. I'm, I'm not. Whatever, man. Just dry her eyes very dramatically, and then look over to Mater with you know, still some tears lingering. Mascara pouring down her face. <laughs> she uses the waterproof stuff. How dare you disrespect her? Looking like an absolute mess. <laughs> yeah, the big like raccoon. The face is all puffy because, you know, she has been crying and a bit red because she's a bit drunk. <laughs> um, well, well, Miss Marie, is, is there anything I, I can do to, to help you um with um your problem? <laughs> do you think you could um take me Celeste to the um the sheriff's office? Because Sheriff Winters called me, and I think he wants me to go over there. Oh, um, well, sh- sure, Miss Marie. Do you, do you want to go now, or, or do you want to pr- pretty yourself up? I mean, not that you don't already look pretty, it's just you look like you've been crying, that's all. Jax did this to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounded really important, so I think we should go now. Okay, yes, ma'am. And he pops out of the the booth, and he holds his hand out for Marie. Aww. And off we go. Skipping gaily down the yard. (laughs) Probably not too much skipping, because she might tip over. (laughs) Wishful thinking. Wait, you wanted to tip over? Die. Bitch, I'm trying to get you out. Don't know if I want your help. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's fine. We'll have a jailbreak while Marie's drunk off her ass. It'll be fine. Oh, God. This is fine. <laughs> You've been here before. <laughs> so you guys rock on up to the sheriff's office. Sheriff Winters is in his office eating his dinner. Ugh. You look like shit. It's, I've had a really rough night. Uh-huh. Uh, Mayday, you can, you can go. And he kind of shrugs and waves at Marie and closes the door behind him. What are you doing here? I told you to go to the library. I don't think you did. Oh, no, I did. I think you said to come over to the police place. Definitely didn't say that. To talk about Mavis. Nope. I'm pretty sure that's what you said. Nope. I, I said 
Mavis is missing, has been for two days. You need to and go to, to the come library over to the and sort things out over talk. there. I don't, I'm pretty sure I'm right on this, but you can choose to be wrong if you want. Are you drunk? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> Should I be calling your boyfriend to do this, or are you going to be up to it? He's going to start fucking crying again. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Not this again. <laughs> Come on, cry. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's just, I don't know where Angus is, and Mavis is gone now, too. And <laughs> Wait, you know something about the naked guy downstairs? <laughs> <laughs> just start howling, Sean. It'll be more effective. Yeah. It was. Is Angus here? Well, is an Angus in my jail cell? Fuck Angus, let's get there. Throw it in because he was like flinging his manhood all about the place in public. That's not fucking true. That, that doesn't sound like him. That's not true. Well, just going by what my deputy said. Deputy Mater? I don't know if you should trust him. Like, he's a good person, but like, you know what, never mind, that doesn't matter. Right, okay, so you're going to the library? You're gonna hold down the foot there? Actually, I'm gonna go downstairs and take a look and see if this Angus is my Angus. Oh my. Manipulate someone. <laughs> Oh no. Damn, Marie's got some hands tonight. <laughs> oh no. Ooh. Oh, that's a 14! I got the entire police force wrapped around my little finger. Oh <laughs> my goodness, Marie. Shut, shut up, Sean. <laughs> Do you want me to get you out of jail or not? You manipulated him so hard. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'm not gonna get to finish my dinner if I don't do this. Come on. I mean, you could stay here. She didn't even have to use her hands to manipulate him. <laughs> He's not interested. <laughs> he don't want anything to do with that crazy. <laughs> He's not stupid. <laughs> no, nope. come on, let's go. He pulls out his keys and he leads Marie. Well, we kind of escorts Marie down the stairs since she's still a little clumsy. <laughs> bang. 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 What? Bang. Bang. Angus, bang. Angus banging. is banging. The... Yes. He's banging on the cell door. With what? With his hand. Okay. <laughs> Some more of a thump, right? Not a bang. Well, I mean, it's metallic. Whatever. Step away from the door. Apparently your girlfriend's here. Is he talking Angus? Yep. My girlfriend. Weird modern day relationships. I've what no are you talking about, you weird daft man? <laughs> Is she called Marie or not? You want to stay in there or get out or not? I'm not going to get out of here. Well, shut up. 
your girlfriend's getting you out. And he unlocks the cell door, opens it, and there is a drunk Marie. Oh, for crying out loud. What have you done, Marie? You look a mess. I'm not the one in jail for apparently just flashing what what you say he was doing, Sheriff? Flinging his manhood around when people see it. Flinging his manhood around, okay? That's what you did. I... No. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Am I free to go or not? You vouch for him. Marie will give him puppy dog eyes. <laughs> Don't you start that shit at me again, girl. Got me, got me in this goddamn mess with you in the first place. Get the fuck out of my jail. <laughs> and get to the library. It's li- yeah, library, of course. Off, off we go then. Come on, Marie. Let's, uh, let's turn along there. And he kind of pushes Usher's Marie. To the library. Die to the library. The library, yes, of course. Kind of pushes Marie ahead and kind of whispers down, Why are we going to the library? Walk out of the... Whatever this place is called. Sheriff's office? Like a police place. Okay, where do you head to? As it is nighttime now. The library. Marie? Marie, what, what the hell is going on? And why do we have to go to the library? Because Mavis is missing. I don't see how that's out of concern right now. I think we have some bigger issues at heart. Do you mean like the whole everything's different? Oh, I That's some other list for sure. Yeah, that's kind of, kind of a bit of a problem, but like, it's fine. I'm sure we'll, if anyone can fix this, it's probably going to be Mavis, right? Because like, Meadow didn't know who Aramitha was, but like, I'm sure Mavis will know. What makes you think Mavis is gonna know? If no one else knows who she is. Cause she had, she had so many books. She has books. Yeah. The library is closed for the night, much like everything else in the area. But. Back door, back door. Dark, has a back door, okay. Back you go door. to the back door. <laughs> what do you do at the back door? Oh, we're gonna enter so hard. We we need to be gentle about it. Oh, there's no hesitation involved. No, no, we gotta ease into it. Nah, it's alright. We got this. I'm sure the door's used to it by now. <laughs> Just throw some lube down and be alright. Why would you need lube in a library door? What what are you talking about? But the Squeaky. hinges would be on the yeah, inside. We've, we've used it before. You clearly know nothing of going in the back door. <laughs> a little bit of spit. Anyway. Is it locked? Uh, yeah. Can it be unlocked? You've done this before. <laughs> Does that mean I have an advantage on it? Oh, I see what you're doing there. I'll give you a plus one since you've unlocked it a couple of times now. Oh, uh, what are my steely things? So act under pressure? Act under pressure. Cool, cool. Wait, hold on. When you break into a secure location, roll plus sharp, and on a 10 plus, pick three. Sorry, I just really <laughs> I have a burglar feat from my background. Oh, you actually did pick it? You told I me did. that you did not have it, so... I'm oh a God. liar, Go for I guess. It, then. <laughs> I apologize. Yep. 
It's an 11. Okay, you barely have to touch the the pick tools to the tumblers, and that door is unlocked. Ooh, like a hair trigger. You have the touch. You know how this lock works. Intimate with this lock. Playing it like an instrument. Do you guys go in? Oh, yeah. We will enter through the back door. <laughs> Who's in front? I would want to say Marie's leading because she unlocked the door, but really it's up to Angus because Marie's in no position to, in no state of mind. <sighs> Who's going in first? Angus, once she unlocks the door, Angus will kind of put on the arm outstretched, kind of push her back and open the door and then go in first. Okay, give me an act under pressure, Angus. Should let me, I've been rolling better, man. What could happen? Oh, hold on, I get We'll have advanced act under pressure, I think. I don't know what that means. Ooh, you have to roll high enough to get it, though. I know, I just didn't know how that worked. Okay. Yeah, that's a 12 plus. You leveled up to get advanced moves. Nice. Damn right. Two of them. Oh, my next level up I can. Yeah, it's an advanced <laughs> success! Whoa! What does that get you as an advanced success? On a 12 plus, you may choose to either do what you wanted and something extra. So extra. Or to do what you wanted to absolute perfection. Okay, well, I'll tell you what's why you had to roll that. There is half a dozen books just come flying straight at you. And I wanted you to act under pressure to get out of the way. Oh, it's just like the goddamn church. Yes, it is very similar to the goddamn church. Except these books have teeth. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, God. It's just like back in that temple. I know. I was just thinking. Well, I'm going to do oh, the first no. one there, which is what I wanted something I wanted to do. Oh, either do what you wanted. To, oh, yeah. I want to do what I wanted to do, which was get in the door safely. And then something extra is going to be uh, kind of push Marie down so she didn't get struck by the books. Okay. Well, I'll say with your 12 plus that the two of you, are, uh, you shove Marie out of the way as soon as you see these, these books coming for you. And you also duck out of the way. But the books go flying out the open door into the night in Hendrix. That's fine. That's fine. Well, that was weird. That's fine. Everything's fine. First up, huge apologies for how late this episode was in coming out. We had to do some re-recording and the editing for that got a little bit fiddly. So thanks heaps for understanding and Sean enjoyed your spankings. Big thanks to Rosie as the initiate Jackson Steele, and also thanks to anyone who has rated and reviewed Red Gat and Wolf. If you haven't done that yet and would like to, then please head on over to Apple or Spotify or to podchaser.com forward slash Red Gat and Wolf and let us know what you think. Want to run your own Halloween mystery for your own table? I mean, it doesn't even have to be Halloween. It is just monsters from Monster of the Week after all. Then follow the links in the show notes or head on over to Drive Through RPG or to itch.io and search for Welcome to the Hereafter Hotel. For other ways to support us, check out our website, regainandwolf.com. We end this episode with a trailer for Babies and Broadswords podcast from Even Footing Games. Think Muppet Babies meets D&D. Totes check them out after the beep. Thanks for listening. Beep! Imagine you know everything you know now, but you're four, and you're a goblin, and there's magic, and sharp things, and no grown-ups. 
Adventure and mischief are within your pudgy little grasp. You just have to reach out and snatch it. From game design company Even Footing Games, Babies and Broadswords is a delightfully wacky narrative roleplay podcast for listeners of all ages. Join the crew every Wednesday on your favorite podcasting app as we play and design. Just look for Even Footing Games presents Babies and Broadswords. Clarence, too.